Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the NFT Pioneers podcast. Today we have a really important topic. It's about branding and we have a really branding expert with us. Welcome to the podcast, Shantai. Uh, <laughs> All good, no worries. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm really happy to talk about branding today. Before we talk about branding, can you maybe introduce yourself and your career and your background? Yeah, of course. Um, basically, I'm a media designer. That's what I learned. And I'm now self-employed for eight years before I worked in media agencies. And I am doing like different kind of media design. And because of my experience and a lot of different kind of stuff, like from logo and corporate design to web design, social media, in uh, print and packaging, like everything beyond. Um, I started to focus on branding because that's where most um, most things connect, like the different kind of touch points. And that's what visualize a brand and it gives the trust. And that's what I'm doing now since the last years, uh, since this year in Web3 too. Um, and I have a team. So yeah, that's basically what I'm what I'm doing. Perfect. Um, you also are in the group or you also you also own NFT projects, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm a co-founder of MetaPro Society. That's a project which connects like Web3 and a bit of Web2 because we have a Web2, uh, like a, in real life utility and a typical beer project, which onboards also a lot of new people into the space, what I love the most. And um, doing branding and art for three more projects, but not as a co-founder. Perfect. So that's the message to the audience. We have someone here that knows his stuff or her stuff. <laughs> so listen very carefully. So I would say, let's start with the first question, Chantal. Um, what is branding? I know it's a really broad question, but could you maybe yeah. define it for us? Yeah, I think uh, defining branding is not so easy, but I give you what I think about branding. Branding is telling a story across all customer touch points. That means basically um, giving a connection between a consumer or someone who wants to buy a pro the product or um, wants to connect with a company and the company itself. That sounds maybe a bit abstract, but um, what it means actually is um, to give trust to the people and the easiest way is if every single touch point plays in the same storytelling. Like if you see, for example, Apple, like the company, it's looking on every single touch point totally the same. So I get a lot of trust because I know what Apple stands for. That can be the design, what I basically most uh, look on it but also the tone of voice, how the employees are acting when you when you talk to them, um, to the web design, to everything. So branding is um, gaining like the trust within all customer touch points. That's what I think about branding. Got it. Um, what would you say? What are the best and worst practices when it comes to marketing? <laughs> yeah, um, I think sometimes it doesn't matter if it's Web2 companies or also Web3 companies or uh, NFT projects, something, it's not so important to have like the the tone of voice, uh, own tone of voice or uh, own outstanding design because we focus on building a community. Yeah, sure. Community is like, the most important part in uh, Web3, I would say, but to attract them and to get to trust and to um, 
attract the right the right people like really your audience it's very important to show to the outside who you really are why you want to stand in the market so um another good practice is skipping that part and think like we will focus on that in a year because what you do then is you you lose a lot of people you could have attracted before and also if you um redesign after a year people get confused if they already know you. So that is a bad part. And a good part is if you started from the beginning, that doesn't mean that you have to design all customer touch points at the first, like investing like 100K into the branding. You don't have to do that, but do the things right in the beginning and just grow with it. Like when the company grows, everything, there are so many more touch points coming. So you have to grow with the touch points. So the base has to be, pretty smart and really that you deep dive into it at the beginning when you try to build the brand itself or the company or the project. Perfect. Obviously, you were involved uh, in building an NFT project from scratch. Could you maybe talk about the process? Like, how can I build from zero an NFT project? Like, how can I brand it from scratch? Yeah. Um, If you see or if you focus, for example, now on the branding part, um. I always go one step back and try to see what is our utility? What do we want to bring into the market? What what makes us unique somehow? What is our USP? Who who we want to attract? Who is our audience? Who is our community? Which kind of person, like the typical in marketing, you would say the, the brand persona, Is it a 30-year-old guy playing a lot of video games or is it maybe a business person? So you can go really deep into it. And uh, the first thing is really try to get who you are, who you want to attract and where you want to go. Like, which is your biggest vision? Which is like, where do you want to stand in five years? Of course, everyone who builds a brand before or a company knows that if you see like in five years, we want to do this sometimes it's just a bit different than you thought at the beginning that is totally fine but if you have the bigger version the audience and for example in an nft space the utility then you can see like how do we want to build up the brand from scratch like what is our visual language do are we more dark are we more light is it is it a bit easy going is it bold is it uh golden is it black like really that kind of stuff that sounds typical basic but that is how i start to to start with the design is to feel the brand to feel where we want to go who we want to attract what is do we have for example with metapro society we will have um We try to build an international beer brand. So I know a lot of packaging design like can design will follow. So the design has to be different than just the online design where you can play with other colors because some colors are only uh, really working pretty good uh, in the digital way, but not in a printed way. So first step, see who you are, who you want to attract, and then start with the design like really with a, I would always start with logo design, colors and fonts because that gives you your kind of unique own voice and from there you can start with a different kind of media ways got it um 
you define branding as like telling a story at all touch points and yeah. reaching the target audience. What would you say, like, what are the biggest mistakes brands currently do in the NFT space when they are trying to brand their NFT project? Be it maybe a major brand that launched an NFT project or even a smaller project. Like, what are the biggest mistakes you see in the NFT space when it comes to branding? To be honest, um, some of the biggest mistakes are still successful. <laughs> so, for example, I would never try to copy other project to um, look kind of similar so people buy it. I would say that works most of the time in the beginning, but not in the long run. So if you are up for just cash grabbing and rug bulls, it's fine to do that. But otherwise, just try to find your own voice. You can like, doesn't matter if it's voice in, in how to uh, do the copywriting or from the visual part. Um, but you can get a lot of inspiration from really successful projects like Bored Abe or Azuki or whoever you want to call up. But um, get your own voice, get inspired what works in the in the space and what not. Because I think there is a lot of stuff which works pretty good, like kind of art style, because we haven't talked about art yet. But um, yeah, to to get your own branding. And of course, if your best case would be to get an, a brand designer, of course, it doesn't have to be me, but someone who's who has the knowledge, not just designing, but seeing the bigger version vision just go one step further or getting the the bird eye perspective and see what different kind of stuff do we need besides social media templates for Twitter, Discord, um, get a website done because in the long run, like merchandising, what I think uh, board apes make pretty good because it actually looks like a brand if, you, if people wear the, the merch. It doesn't look like merch what do you usually just put a logo on it and that's done so yeah would you say for an nft project is the quality of the art like essential does it make or break a project the quality yeah. of the art itself to be honest i would say so even if people are not even if some people are not super deep into art or haven't been deep into art before um you have to somehow like it or feel it, even if you don't have any clue what art means and what kind of style this is, if it's pixel art or very detailed or uh, whatever it is. Um, so I think the art itself is a pretty important part still in the NFT business, Not even if it's not a PFP project. It does have to somehow attract the people. If it's a PFP project, it's even more important because best thing is if people use it as a profile picture, of course, because that show that that gives you so much more reach on every network, and people like the community gets closer because they can connect with with each other. Um, so yeah, I would still say I think it will always play a bigger role than in other businesses um, to focus still on a good art which works for the audience. Got it. Um, would you say that the art has to be based on the target audience or more on the likings of their own team? Like, is it more like mm. the target audience has to like it or is it more like, hey, 
me as the founder, I have to like it before I put it out. Best case is if you find the sweet spot. Of okay. course, it's 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 uh, it, the project will never be successful if just only the founder likes it. Mm-hmm. At least there has to be a if it has to be any target audience which likes that kind of art. Um, I have to go one step back because um, there are some kinds of project where the art doesn't play any role. For example, for proof collective passes. But in this case, it makes sense to not play a PFP project to make from the beginning clear this is not just the art project. If people see it, even if they have no glue, they see like, what is it? Why is it a pass? And why does every single pass look the same? So you know that there is something different behind than with usually uh, with with normal projects. Um, but to come back to your question, um, I would say a perfect thing is to find the sweet spot. And I would say too that it makes it easier if the founder is part of the audience. Like if if I'm having um, like for example, Metapro Society, like the beer project, I'm not the I'm not drinking everyday beer, but I kind of like the culture. I kind of like bring people together. So I would be one part of the project itself, even if I would not be the founder. And I try to make, of course, I can stand behind my own brand pretty much stronger if I like the design. So if I design for other people too, like for other projects or for other companies, I always try to find the sweet spot between like the founding team, the audience, and what is already out in the market. Got it. Um, Obviously, when we are talking about branding, there is always like a word that comes up. CI corporate identity. Mm-hmm. Um, could you maybe tell us what 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 is CI? Yeah, yeah, it's like the corporate look. How to like? It's a part of the branding. Like branding can be, or a part of the branding is the corporate identity or the corporate design. A part is a tone of voice. A part is how, uh, like for example, if you have um, a metaverse experience, how that experience is. So everything has to be like the same storytelling, Mm -hmm. but the corporate design, usually it starts with logo design, colors, and fonts. That is like the really base base of a corporate design. And it can be, what kind of illustration do we have? Which kind of art illustration do we have? Um, How does footage, like really content look like? Which voice are we talking? so a brand guide or a corporate design guide, which is mostly just PDF file, mm-hmm. can have five pages or 500 pages. Usually it's between, I don't know, 10 and 60 pages, depending on how deep you go into it. But that is what I what I said before. This one can grow with a company. So mm-hmm. after a year, maybe uh, I it's like, defining how the brand looks got it so after a year maybe the can design is a part of it too and i say like the logo always have to be in the middle and around it we can play with this kind of colors for example got it my next question is a bit yeah abstract i would say but obviously in in the web free space when it comes to marketing a project telling a story is very essential because stories 
let you relate with the audience and it just pulls people into your project but let's say um like is a brand story mandatory like do i really have to have a brand story or or could i build my brand without a brand story um you don't need it but it makes it easier because if you have if you have a brand story you can build on top of it but mm -hmm. from i think you don't need it because sometimes it's pretty hard to get a brand story but if you want one even if you don't have one in the beginning you also here can just hire like an expert in, in this niche and just say like okay we have that utility we want to attract this kind of audience do you have any ideas or can you give us two or three different storytelling like brand stories we mm -hmm. can play because then you also have sometimes an idea of what kind of art do we want to play or which color are we using so you can you don't need it sometimes if you want to have it you can do it before you start like the branding like the design part or you have the design part that makes it a bit more complicated. If you already have a design, then trying to get a, you can do that. But sometimes or easier with a, that that is going smoother. You start with a brand story and then go into the art, the design and the tone of voice. Got it. Um, is there any best practice, practices on how to communicate a brand story? Is it more like you have to do a specific content type or is it more like, I don't know, you have to do Q&As with the audience? Like, What's the best way on communicating the brand story to the target audience? To be honest, it's the best if you play it on every single touch point. So of course, if you're on AMAs, you play that story and you tell why you're doing this and what's the biggest vision or a bigger vision. Um, it has to be the easiest way is always via the website because there you can play the, mo the like most of the information. On a social media base, it has to be not in every single posting, of course, that's not possible, but playing it from time to time or at the buyer, bio and, and Twitter to just say who we are, where you want to go and such. But playing the brand store in every single touch point makes it, makes it makes it pretty good. And I think there is one brand which is always for me, doesn't matter what what happened the last month or such, but Azuki is pretty strong in storytelling. They have one visual look. And if you really check out the website, even if you don't want to um, buy Azuki on the secondary or something, just really, if you're into branding or want to get what, I, what I'm telling here, just on one example, look at the website of Azuki and the story, for example, the table with the beans, like they're ju just like, like an PFP, but every single beans has his own character and they play this character and the art around is playing the same storytelling. And that's what I love about Aksuki is that the storytelling and the branding is super strong for an uh, NFT project. Got it. My last question to you would be like, what is your advice to NFT projects that want to start a new project? Like, what would your advice be as a branding expert? I would really say even, <laughs> I mean, I'm a branding expert. But, um, or you call me an expert, I, I'm doing branding. Um, but I would really say 
focus on it too at the beginning. Really think about storytelling and try to get that shit done, that you have a, a good logo design, fixed colors, fixed uh, fixed uh, fonts and content pieces, for example. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. Um, so don't skip that topic because at the end, it will make your brand so much stronger. And if you don't have like the, the funding or money for it, try to get a designer in the team, for example. I think it was pretty, pretty smart from, or a good part from Metabrew to really search not only for a marketing person, but also for someone who's pretty good in design or branding would be perfect, but design would start is, is, is great too. Um, because we had there is, are so many different touch points with the with the audience, and if you always try to hire a media agency for it, it's so fucking expensive uh, expensive sometimes. So get someone in the team or have a designer. You really can can be an external designer or a freelancer, but really is into that space, not a web two person or you have more time for it because that space the space works different and we all know that um so long story short here don't skip the topic with branding because it can be a huge part of the success if people who see it like in the first two three seconds you decide if you like something or not even if you didn't read something so try to get into the branding part even if it's just the small steps at the beginning because it can attract the right people and then onboard them into the community but that is the part which is uh, very important perfect chantal thank you very much i personally learned a lot <laughs> awesome. uh, thanks again for being on the podcast guys if you want to learn more about chantal or if you want to hire her uh, <laughs> check out the comments because there will be links to her website and to her linkedin profile Thanks again, Chantal, for, for Thanks the Thanks so much for having me. It was a pleasure.